0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 16th of August and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full or head on over to our website if you're listening on a podcast. All right, well, a little bit of a wishy-washy night in the US markets, and we will be setting out this morning with a wishy-washy start if the SPY futures are anything to go by, which fell nine points on Saturday morning. The Dow Jones closing up 16 points, or 0.04%, to 35,515. The Nasdaq up a similar amount, 0.04%, seven points, 14,823. And the S&P 500 outperforming both of them—not something we say too often—up 0.16 of a percent, up seven points to 44.68. The VIX index slipped to 15.45, down 0.9 of a percent. As I say, those spy futures down nine, but it will all be about results as they are dropping thick and fast. This morning we've had JB Hi-Fi, Bendigo and Adelaide, and Beach complete with premium as well so that will be the major focus of the market but it's going to be that for the rest of the week in corporate numbers US still pretty quiet, steady pretty muted in terms of volatility. That was despite some not the best economic numbers coming out of the US on Friday. In terms of commodities, we had Brent crude down just over 1%, 72 cents to $70.59. We had WTI down 65 cents or just under 1%, 68.44. Gold had a big bounce on Friday, up 1.5%, $26.40, back to 17.78. Just seems last week was just a small blip. Perhaps And we have seen potentially the bottom in gold. Iron ore, though, still sliding a little bit, but nothing too dramatic. Down 0.37%, 60 cents to 160.85. And the Aussie dollar at 73.33. So not really too much shaking there in terms of the Aussie. In terms of other metals, we had copper up 1.1. Nickel down 0.25. Aluminium up 1. Zinc up 1%. Lead down, uh, sorry, up 1%. 0.74 0.74 and tin up 0.33% overnight so a little bit of uh, support in those commodities here you can see the S&P 500 uh, that does seem to uh, exaggerate it a little bit in terms of uh, the volatility but it, let's face it it was 7 points even the low was uh, down here at 4 It closed at 4,468. So, hardly a particularly inspiring night. Very much flatlining. The summer doldrums continue in the US, the dog day afternoons and the dog days of summer. And we won't really get uh, much sense out of the US, I suspect, until we see Labor Day in September. Jackson Hole shaping up, of course, as the big event for the fed in terms of major stories the slow and steady rise in us equities the s&p has exceeded most optimistic target from the start of the year and goes nearly 200 days without a 5% pullback and 56% of all recommendations of the s&p 500 companies are buys it's the street is the most bullish since 2002 and us consumer confidence has dived to a level we haven't seen since 2008. Uh, Neutral positions in Treasuries has not been higher since February amid competing influences on vaccines, and the US reported nearly 1 million COVID vaccine doses on Saturday which is a big, big jump. They were very much in complacency, but they are starting to hit uh, big numbers in terms of cases and hospitalizations as well, uh, the same that is happening around the globe. So it certainly doesn't appear that COVID has gone away, and anyone in New South Wales or Victoria will know that. It's just a question of vaccinations making it more livable. A seven-day average of US COVID deaths reached 645 on Friday, which is double the number it was in May. As far as our market goes, we do have the Japanese Q2 GDP today and Chinese retail sales. They will be really uh, closely watched. But the AFR today reporting that Woodside is in talks to buy $20 billion worth of the BHP oil and gas assets, and that would involve a bit of a share deal for Woodside, giving BHP shareholders. Uh, a slice of Woodside in exchange for the oil and gas assets. And we have seen a revised offer for Sydney Airport, uh, which is a bit of a ghost town at the moment, as you would expect. Uh, The IFM consortium has pitched an $8.25 level, Uh, Cash level, non-binding, of course, and wants to engage. Computer says no, though. Sydney Airport has said no way, Jose. Still not enough. I would imagine that we're going to need to see a bid over $9 or a serious deterioration in Sydney Airport confidence in or or numbers or forecasts going forward. We've talked about U.S. consumer confidence diving. In the U.S. terms, Tesla was down 0.7%, Apple up 0.1%, Facebook up 02 and Microsoft up 1%. BHP up 1.3%, Rio up 0.4% in U.S. trade. Ten-year yields, though. Interesting to see that yield on the U.S., Ten years coming back a little bit. It was up above 1.30, back down to 1.28, and the Australian rate up to 1.21. So basically closing back in on each other, which we have seen uh, for a while. Germany still minus 0.47%. And in the media today, it's in the US, previously announced deals should drive nearly $250 billion U.S., of cash MA spending in the second half of 2021. And there's also 460 billion US dollars of buybacks if the recent pace continues. German index above 16,000 for the first time ever. And workers at Chile's Escondida mine, which is the world's biggest copper deposit, last week approved a new contract with management. So we might see a little bit of uh, irrational exuberance dissipate in BHP. In terms of results out this morning, first thing, we've seen index, they've doubled the dividend. Car sales has reduced the final dividend despite profit increasing by 14%. Premium net platform inflows $3.8 billion. And EBITDA, though, down 1% to $14 million. Bendigo and Adelaide, net profit $524 million, up 172%. But the net interest margin dropping seven basis points, with a total frank dividend of fifty cents. And JB Hi-Fi uh, revenue up twelve point six percent, net profit up sixty seven point four percent, and final dividend of a dollar and seven cents. Question of the day today: We've had a lot of talk about the uh, upcoming correction, if there is to be one. And people are starting to get somewhat concerned. Market at record highs does that to people. So if you are worried about a correction, what are you doing about it? Are you just cashing up, or are you doing something a little more uh, esoteric with options or futures, or is it just a question of lightening your positions across the board or in one specific stock? Be interested to know what you are doing about potential uh, reaction to a correction if and when it comes that's it for me today thanks very much for listening head on over to the facebook discussion group as usual would love to have your thoughts insights and ideas over there it's a great group three and a half thousand members members helping members is the motto over there so love to have your company don't worry about giving all your details to facebook all you need is an email and a name uh, to sign up it doesn't even have to be your real name. So you're not giving away too much there. Ask the analyst Friday at 5 p.m. We're going to be looking for a few of the white whales out there. Five stocks that you've suggested we'll have a look at first off to see if they are potential white whales and uh, 10 baggers. But uh, So that could be an interesting session on Friday. Love to have your company. Let's face it, where else are you going to be on a Friday night at 5 p.m.? There's no Olympics and there's no way to leave your house that's it for me today thanks very much and have a great day